So today we are going to talk a little bit about spiritual gifts. It is one of the number one questions that people come to me about because, I mean, basically part of my purpose, a huge part of my purpose is to help you find your purpose. And so having spiritual gifts has become the in thing. It's become the thing that everybody wants to be a part of. It's become the thing that everybody wants to hear. They all want, everybody wants to hear that they have these um, profound spiritual gifts. The reality, everyone does not. And that's okay. The other part of the reality is that everybody does have a gift. So I like to be very clear with people. I like to be uh, very straight with people. I like to be very upfront. I don't like to have people guessing. I don't like to have people um, thinking that they are someone that they're not because it's a time waster. It's a huge time waster to think that you are this person that you are not. Doesn't make any sense. You should be going out to actually fulfill your real purpose. You should be taking time to do that because when you are clear on who you're designed to be, um, that is how you become a blessing to other people. That is how you follow the instructions for the divine blueprint of your life. And that's where your abundance comes in. So here's the reality. Everybody's not meant to be a superstar. Everybody is not meant to evoke change on a global, masterful level in that way. Some people are designed to be uh, a change maker in their own neighborhood and on small levels. Some people are designed to really touch the lives of three to five people. But in doing that, they touch so many more lives because it's like this spider web that just keeps going. It's like this this diagram that just keeps going. And so you've got to be okay with who you are designed to be. Now, it's very on trend. Everybody wants to be psychic. Uh, The big one is everybody wants to be an empath. Everybody is not an empath. Everybody is not a psychic. Um, could you have had some of these gifts in a past life? Yes. Could that imprint, um, still be in your DNA today? Yes. But due to any kind of karmic activity that may have happened in that past life, you may not be a psychic today. Uh, maybe that manifests itself as prophetic dreams or something like that, but it doesn't mean that you are psychic. Prophetic dreams are psychic activity, but it doesn't make you a psychic medium. Um, just like for instance, you can be a psychic medium and not be an empath. Um, all of these things happen and there are all these different nuances that are based on your natal chart. If you have spiritual gifts, it will show up in your natal chart. Likewise, if you had spiritual gifts from a past life that did not transfer into this current life, that will show up in your natal chart as well. 
And typically what I'll do, it shows up where the North Node um, transits in your houses. This is why knowing the exact time of your birth is so important because that's how we figure that out. So if we find out that there was some activity that we need to look at from a past life, I definitely will send you to some trusted colleagues that can help you to unearth that. But today we're talking about who you are actually in this life and how you figure that out and how you go forth working in that gift. A lot of times what happens is people kind of have their mindset that these one or two things means that they like for instance are an empath and empath is the the really on trend one right now um and so people think oh i'm so sensitive i'm an empath no um i feel other people's emotions i'm an empath no all of these things could be happening and you could just be mentally out of balance your boundaries could be lacking Um, There's so many different things that could be happening that don't make you an empath. The key here is this. When you have spiritual gifts, you are supposed to have emotional intelligence. You're supposed to be going to do your own work because you have these gifts so you can in turn go heal other people and go touch other people and go work with other people. And so in order for you to be able to do that, you've got to have your own stuff at about like 80%, you know, within balance. Does it mean that every worker has everything 100%? Absolutely not. But ideally, your healer should have healers. Your healer should be working on themselves. I would not go to any healer that does not have their own team of healers or their own specific healer. Because you've got to always be doing the work. You've got to always be doing something to clear yourself. You've got to always be doing something to balance yourself. Self-actualization never stops. There's always more to learn. The student should perpetually be a teacher and the teacher should perpetually be a student at all times. So, for instance, being an empath, What is your purpose? See, when you have these gifts, you need to ask what your purpose is. You need to be very clear on your purpose. You're not just an empath so you can walk around and say, woe is me, I feel everybody's energy, I'm so drained. Mm, People that feel everybody's energy and that are super drained typically don't have boundaries and they don't do regular things to protect themselves. You don't have to have spiritual gifts to get up every day and provide protection from the outside world. You have to have some type of protection from energy vampires and just other entities that just wanna be like a succubus and just kinda drain you dry like a parasite. That can happen to anybody. You don't have to have spiritual gifts for that to happen. So for instance, with an empath, what is your purpose? It's to help heal people through emotions. The world is so desensitized right now that nobody wants to tap into emotions. Nobody wants to feel anything. Nobody wants to, nobody understands how to feel anything. And so when people have emotions, they go off the rocker and start stalking the person that they loved or they run away from love because they don't have the emotional intelligence, the emotional balance. And so as an empath, your job 
is to notice and acknowledge emotions that other people can't. Um, it's to help foster like sacral connections and heart chakra connections between people. And your job is to encourage people to tap into their emotions with no fear. Because for some of us um, who are creators, your emotional intelligence and your emotional instability gets in the way of you being able to create. And if your job is to be a creator, if your job is to be a songwriter or an artist, um, your job is to bring divine light to the world through that medium that you use, right? And so if you can't do that, you can't do what you've been asked to do divinely. And so you have to be in touch with your emotions. An empath is kind of like an old school TV antenna. So for those of you who are old enough to remember what it was like to have to kind of move the antenna around before we could get the frequency for the TV channel, that's what an empath is. You're constantly receiving transmission, catching people's feelings and frequencies. Your job is to sense and feel and connect those people with resources to empower that person to heal. So for instance, I always give this example. If you have a kid who's an empath, let's let's say Johnny and Ray are classmates. Ray is kind of already labeled as the class clown. He is the kid that cuts up in class. He's always getting in trouble. And Ray gets a bad rap. Johnny likes Ray. And Johnny can't figure out why he likes Ray. He's just like, Ray is kind of cool. I don't understand this. This thing about him, I don't get it. Well, Ray is constantly getting in trouble. And so Johnny starts to detect that there's something else that's going on. And he can actually feel pain from Ray when other people are laughing right everybody else is laughing but Johnny actually feels Ray's pain Johnny digs a little deeper and figures out that the reason why he feels pain is because Ray is not eating at home and Ray comes to school hungry every day and he acts out so what does Johnny do he asks his mom to fix an extra sandwich every day starts bringing Ray the sandwich what happens Ray starts eating he's less combative he can focus a little bit more. Stuff starts to change. And then that causes a domino effect, hopefully, where the adults in Johnny and Ray's life can figure out that Ray isn't really eating. And then we find him the resources. If Johnny, as an empath, didn't detect that something else was going on, that Ray's not really laughing, Ray is crying, Ray may have gone for years without getting the help that he needs. That's what an empath does. Um, medical empaths, they're going to be the nurse that's damn good that says bump with that MRI says bump with that ultrasound says I can feel the issue right here. They can physically feel it. Here's the key though. They don't as an empath, as someone who's imbalanced, they don't just absorb this feeling and then hold it. They're, they absorb it on a frequency. They kind of tap into your frequency and they can feel it and then they tap back out. That's what, help, that's what a healthy empath does. They tap in and they tap back out. They can feel it and then they release it. They figure out how to release it. They don't take on other people's problems. People that take on other people's problems are mentally out of balance. They have no boundaries. That is not what an empath does at all. 
understanding that you're an empath um, is it, what you have to understand is it's about perception and intu- intuition. It's not about I feel what you feel. That's not how that works. It's about perception and intuition. When we understand our intuition, we understand that our intuition has nothing to do with how we're feeling. It has nothing to do with our thoughts or our moods. It's all about perception and intuition. Um, The other misconception is that people with um, spiritual gifts are always targeted by narcissists because narcissism is the new key word that's out here. Number one, um, as a clinical therapist, I can clearly tell you that the, the term narcissist is oversaturated, overused, and incorrectly used. Sometimes people are just jackasses and assholes. Doesn't make them a narcissist. Um, and just because someone was an asshole to you doesn't mean that you're an empath and it doesn't mean that they're a narcissist. It could just mean that you chose an asshole. You got to choose better the next time. There's nothing wrong with that. Every empath isn't targeted by a narcissist at all. Um, People who are out of boundaries and who don't have boundaries and don't make rules for their life and um, can be pushovers and things like that. Narcissists will see that. But narcissists don't purposely target empaths. We've got to stop this rhetoric that goes around that says if you have spiritual gifts, you are weak because people who have spiritual gifts and who acknowledge their spiritual gifts are not weak. As a matter of fact, everybody doesn't have spiritual gifts because those who have the gifts, it is made for someone who can meet the challenge. You're not supposed to have these gifts and then go sit back and be untapped potential. People do it every day. But the people who've been chosen for this life were not chosen because they were weak. They were also not chosen because they're going to shrivel back and not be on the main stage. You're chosen for a reason. Being an empath is not a weakness. It doesn't make you a target. It is something, all of your spiritual gifts, um, they are outlined in your natal chart. And like I said, this is why it's important to understand your time of birth and your place of birth exactly so we can look at your houses and look at some of the transits and really kind of understand who you're designed to be cosmically. These vague memes out here will just describe people who, it describes a lot of things that are really common sense. Because see, here's the deal. We're supposed to actually live in a state of constantly working through our intuition that's how we're supposed to live we're we're supposed to live like that using your intuition is supposed to be a lifestyle it's not supposed to be something you do to avoid danger only it's supposed to be something that you use to make every single decision in your life because your intuition is your umbilical cord to divine spirit it's your umbilical cord to god so jesus on the main line tell him what you want That is what your intuition is. So everybody has that divine connection. You're supposed to tap into that and use it. You're not supposed to walk around here and be like, oh, I'm so confused. I don't know what to do because you have a space, a place to go for answers all the time. The problem is we've been 
conditioned to kind of live in this lower vibration where we're not easily tapping into that. And so people are always like, I don't know what the answer is. I, I can't, I can't intuit that. And that's okay. That's where you come to somebody who's like myself, um, a psychic medium, or you come to somebody who is highly intuitive or highly perceptive, and they can kind of help give you those answers and they can, they can hear, they keep themselves clear enough to hear all the time. When you have these gifts, you are sensitive, but you're not weak and you have a purpose and an assignment. Our assignment is to help us to keep mankind interconnected because we've also gone to this space with mankind that everybody wants to be an introvert. Introvert, extrovert is another clinical term that is completely misused all the time. Introvert has been so misused that it now describes people who are socially awkward and who have trouble socially connecting. It's not what an introvert is. It has nothing to do with that. When you have these spiritual gifts, yes, do you need time by yourself to reboot and recharge? Of course, you have to. You have to constantly cleanse after you've been working with people all day because you do it at a higher level. Um, you have to find vehicles that help other people to heal. So music, the arts, writing, um, gardening, exercise, like all of these things. We have to assist our brothers and sisters um, in finding ways to live their life in a higher vibration. The key here is to really understand who you are and who you're designed to be and not want to go off being someone else. That happens a, a lot. Um, there's so much information on the internet that it makes it so difficult to kind of sift through and figure out what's right and what's wrong. The key here is that those of us with spiritual gifts, we get what are called downloads. And people are always asking us, well, how do you know if that's right? How do you know if that's wrong? Well, it's not me interpreting the information and God is always correct. So if that's where my info comes from, I'm gonna just go ahead and go with, it's right. Um, and so your intuition, there's no quantifying. There's no like receipts ahead of time. And a lot of times as humans, we want to know ahead of time that the thing we're walking into is the thing that we're supposed to be doing. And you start thinking and analyzing and breaking stuff down. That's where you fuck it up. To be honest, when you start thinking and analyzing and trying to break it down, that's where everything goes wrong. Because like I said, your intuition has nothing to do with your heart, your feelings, your moods, your emotions, has nothing to do with your thoughts, has nothing to do with any of that. It has everything to do with your divine connection, with divine spirit, with the universe and with God, that's it. And so when you're tapped in there, you're always gonna pull power. You're always gonna have the right answer. It's just that we've been taught to second guess things and, and question things. But the key here is this, the term second guess implies that the first thing that you intuited was a guess. And it never was a guess. It was your intuition giving you a download and an impulse that told you what to do. And then you started thinking. And that's when everything went way left. Your intuition is also not housed in your body. You can't 
do an autopsy and find your intuition. Just like you can't do an autopsy and find your soul. You can find your mind, you can find your heart, but you don't find your soul in an in, in a, in a autopsy. It's not housed in your body. It's a divine connection that guides you. It's like your soul's GPS. So vibrationally, like everybody should be using your intuition. Everybody has intuition to use. Everybody should be tuned in. You're just not. So there are certain ones of us who have been gifted with a like a very heightened amount and it's our job to operate there as conduits and kind of like foreign language translators consistently for people like that's our job to do this all day every day to make sure that everybody hears clearly you have to constantly keep you keep recharged so you're not drained um understand that you've got to protect your energy all the time like once you live this life with spiritual gifts you really don't get to disconnect it like I don't get to turn it on and off I can give it office hours um I can be more in control of it like that I can kind of turn the volume down a little but I never get to turn it off it's like a dimmer switch um And so for those people who are like, oh, I have these gifts, you don't have the gifts just because your mama had the gifts and because your auntie had the gifts and your uncles had the gifts. Sometimes it can skip a generation Um, and it may skip you and land to your kids. And that's totally okay. There's some people who are meant to be gatekeepers or like guardians of those with spiritual gifts. You guys know that we exist and your your, your job is to kind of be like a liaison and you know, say, hey, this side of things exists. You guys should come over here and see how this helps you or see how this um, assists you. Your intuition is there to help you with elevation um, and really assist you in reaching your higher self and your personal development. Um, Everybody has that chance to elevate. And elevation occurs at your own speed. And we have to always incorporate free will in there. But know that as you are taking your time with your elevation, that you can also miss deadlines and expiration dates for promises that God gave you. You can miss that. Like there's there's this space where people are always talking about like, yeah, you can't miss what's for you. Yes, you can. You can totally miss out. You can completely miss the boat. Um... We want to make sure that we're not living in these low vibrations. This is what you're supposed to be doing when you have spiritual gifts. You're supposed to be helping people to live in a higher vibration. But here's the key. A lot of people who have spiritual gifts um, are in a low vibration and haven't done their own work to raise up. And so you stay in a low vibe. Your clients are in a low vibe and nobody's getting healed and nobody's getting helped. But everybody's together having sister talk, girl talk. That's really what it is. It's like just having a chat. And those chats are refreshing. But who got healed that day? Who elevated that day? That's a problem that's kind of going on around here because the Internet. I mean, anybody can sell a ticket to something. Anybody can put something together. And sometimes there's power in that. But the real power comes from in your elevation. How did you rise above? How did you walk into that that space and walk out closer 
to your higher self? Where, where did that happen? When you're using your intuition um, and you're using your spiritual gifts, there's a, you live in this higher vibration that gives you increased clarity and like presence of mind. You're confident in your decision making and you can acknowledge the peace within versus looking to external sources to give you a sense of peace. You have that peace yourself. You would also kind of have that ability to discuss an issue and respect other people's opinions and solutions and just know, you know what? That's cool. Let me just move forward from here because you're going to pick and choose your battles. This is this is a space right now um, in evolution where people are really wanting answers. It's it's an enlightenment. It's like the Harlem Renaissance all over again. It's like the age of enlightenment all over again. This is a really powerful time. Um, it's a time where elevation for some is going to occur at such a rapid rate. Like you'll think you know somebody one day and then you won't even know who they are the next day because they're going to look so different. Things are going to happen so quickly. You're going to, you know, meet people who are part of your tribe and just feel like you've known them forever. That's what this, this elevation is about. You've got to be really, really clear on who you are. So you're choosing appropriately. So you're really choosing people who are part of your tribe and not karmic lessons that we turn into something long-term when it wasn't supposed to be. So the key here is really understanding your gifts really being clear on who you are designed to be and going to do that. Sure, there's like tons of information out here on the internet about other gifts and other things and and who people are and what that looks like. All of that stuff is out here, but it doesn't mean that that is who you are and it doesn't mean that that's where you need to be focused. Where you need, the universe needs you to be you. The universe doesn't need you to go be anybody else. The universe doesn't need you to research a ton of religions and want to be all those things at once. The, re- the, the universe is going to give you the resources that you need so your soul finds itself again. Your soul is enlightened and that spark happens and it says, yes, this is where I'm supposed to be. So the key here is making sure that you're very clear on that purpose You're very clear and that you follow what you're being asked to do. We gotta get ourselves shifted away from everybody being an empath because they're not. And for sure, if you are an empath, it's not a weakness. For sure, if you do have spiritual gifts, it's not a weakness. It's not meant to take you down or stress you out. It only becomes stressful and confusing when you don't follow instructions. You know that you've been given a task and you just haven't done it. It's going to bother the hell out of you for a long time until you actually do what you're designed to do. So living intuitively, everyone is supposed to be living intuitively. I can definitely teach you how to do that if you feel like you're not in touch with your intuition the way that you need to be. No, you do not have to have spiritual gifts to come to me. You can definitely come to me and we can sit and work out who you're supposed to be, figure that out for you help you to acknowledge that and start your first steps to walking in it. 
Make sure that you follow me on Instagram, love and fairy magic, F-A-E-R-Y magic. Make sure that you go to my website, join the website. Women have been my main focus and I always say men are the happy byproduct. I love working with my male clients because y'all are just so super focused and men are coming out in full force and wanting to be very clear on their purpose too because it's helping us in love and relationships as well stay tuned for the next podcast and i hope you're enjoying it make sure you guys leave me a voice message let me know any other topics that you want to see and for sure ask me questions because at the top of the next show I'll be asking questions from the previous show.